Ben Maras, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called TED Talks and it's a load of shite. But I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it like It's about an hour long and all about T-Side, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. Oh, the Borough, the Borough won, we won a game, man, I can't believe it, I, can't, I know Tony City Charlton, but you know, it's a win, it's a win, man, it's the win we need, it's going to propel us now, I reckon we can get the playoffs and that, you know what I mean, there's still a chance, I'm telling you, you know, watch this space, I think I'm being a little bit optimistic there, but, uh, you know, you've got to believe, Borough fans, you've got to believe, anyway, uh, welcome to episode 36 of Ted Talks, the Ted Anchor Podcast, brought to you in conjunction with our sponsors of the show, Butterfan TV, Joke Pit, the comedy box office, uh, Showcake Comedy and the last stop to Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Four fantastic sponsors there. Check them all out on Facebook on that, you know what I mean. Uh, got a great show installed for you today. Uh, I'm off I'm off site in a secret location uh, to be revealed after this very, very shifty little jingle. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I am recording the podcast this week live from the uh, Thornaby Coronavirus Feed Hospital, the uh, the the TCFH. Well, it's it's my shed, really, isn't it? Isn't it, Mala? Uh, well, it's it's like my house now, but yeah, it is technically. Well, yeah, Mala's house, Mala's house just, as well. Yeah, for, like for the council. No, it's not my house, and nobody is living in the shed. Like yeah, we've just got to be clear about that, haven't we? We uh, we're, we're operating a medical function within the shed here, anyway. Uh, to be honest, Julie's having an Anne Summers party tonight, so um, I've I've joined Maller in in the uh, the the TC FH shed, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a good show, aren't we, Maller? We're gonna have a good chat and that, and make it last enough time for Julie to clean all them dildos and put them back in the boxes. Yeah, yeah well, I tell you now, right? Uh, I've I've got words around all the pizza shops and kebab houses do you know what I mean telling them don't deliver round Ted's because you know what happened to that last delivery lad do you know what I mean oh, she fritzled him didn't yeah. she she had him downstairs yeah yeah well aye man they were looking for him for weeks man yeah yeah and the pizzas yeah. as well I mean did they <laughs> when, when they were ordering 22 pizzas and six doner kebabs just to one address yeah, I know. She only had her and uh, Scruffy Cheryl round as well. Hey, well so, <laughs> I hope she's all right, Scruffy Cheryl, man. Well, <laughs> hey, you'll, you'll, you'll turn her in back of your missus. You'll keep your eyes off Scruffy Cheryl. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, I can. She's a big girl, you know what I mean? I, I know. She smells, you know. You know what she smells like, Scruffy Cheryl? She smells like, you know, where you've 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 been out in the rain and then you've put your wet clothes in a corner of in a pile on the floor in the bedroom and you've left them for two weeks and then you put them back on that's what she smells like i think that's what she does actually well they, right, because i like i bought a like bottle of that perfume for in the club you know like all the girls are doing their own perfumes now and it goes like smells like calvin klein and all that well yeah, it yeah. smells like cheryl and it is like that man it's it's like it's a bit off-putting but i like it 
Oh, I'd like it if it smelled like that uh, shell coal, but uh, not scruffy shell. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. hell I'd like it if it smelled like that gingerbread that was also in like Girls Aloud. She was mint. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Oh, she, she's lovely. I thought you said, I thought you were about Charlie Dimmick when you said that gingerbread. Who used, I was going to say that gingerbread who used to do the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll yeah. have lovely beefy armpits there, Charlie Dimmick. Yeah, beefy all uh, sorts, man. It was class. <laughs> Monster Munch Flaps. <laughs> That's what she was known as. That's what Titch March used to call her. That's just a rumour. Just a rumour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, what do you think I've done with the shed then? It's all right, isn't it? I like it, mate. I like the way you've... Because I left you to set the podcast equipment up as well, and you've done it quite good. you put one of them red lights outside the door, and I'm a bit worried we might look a bit like a brothel. But uh, we have got lots of ladies coming in and out for treatment, so it works probably both ways, doesn't it? Well, we've had some, we've had some lovely, uh, lovely sick ladies around as well, haven't you? Uh, it's, been, it's been quite nice, Mallor. Yeah, well, they are only come round like because that red light. To be honest with you, it was there before. It was for someone else. Uh, <laughs> didn't actually. Come with the <laughs> right, I've got you. I've got you now. It makes sense. Yeah, right. So, what else have you done? It looks really nice, isn't it, you mate? I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, like everybody's like panic buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out of the game, mate. I've been panic pinching. Panic pension. <laughs> I've been down the centre, haven't I? I got myself round the back of uh, B&M's. And look, look what I've nicked over there, man. It's class. Look at them. Oh, wow. Look, at, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see them there. Fucking hell, look at all there. That is 125 tins of mushrooms, man. Do you know what I mean? Bloody hell. Hey, we're set for mushrooms, like, with this two-week lockdown. It's going to be class. <laughs> Everyone else is like panic buying bog roll and stuff like that, and you're panic buying mushrooms, but they can operate both ways, can't they? Because you can use the ingredients labels as an arsewipe. Yeah, well, I have been anyway. I've been a bit disappointed with that, aren't you? You probably thought that you right? stuff, but uh, you're not going to be happy what I bought over there as well. Have a look at that. Whoa, what, what's that? Well, yeah, what is that? That's 16 boxes of panini stickers, man. I thought everybody's going to be panicking, you know what I mean? They're not going to be able to get the, like, Wambasaka stickers and that. So I thought I'm going to nab all of them, because if there is a crisis, man, I need to finish my sticker book. Oh, yeah, you'll have loads of swaps as well from them. Yeah, yeah well, I might take them out the inside of the shed, you know what I mean? I just might put, like, loads of Agueros everywhere and that. No, no, listen, the shed needs to remain neutral colours at all time in case I rent it out to another tenant in the future. Well, aye. Hey, well, Don't be putting your own posters up. They're not posters, man. They're stick. What about Chinese? And surely I can get a couple of them up. You can put... You can put you can put a couple of shinies and one team photo of the Buddha, like a poster. You can put that up. Well, uh, as long as it's not this this Buddha team, like, I'll be honest. No, no, put a good one on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put our put our best haircut 11 on from last week. You know, that's a fucking better team than any Buddha team. Yeah, yeah. You know? we've been talking about that. Like, they love it. Do you know what I mean? I, I know. I've had a couple of messages as well. I got a message off uh, off uh, Silizard Nemeth as well, saying, why aren't I in the team? I just said, fuck off, Nemeth. <laughs> He just had a slick back, you know what I mean? And a bit long on the back and that. He looked a bit I, I thought he looked a bit like, yeah, he looked, all, he looked a bit like Schwarzenegger in Commando, but with a mullet bit. Yeah. <laughs> strong look, it's a strong look, Mala. Um Good, good, good. I don't know who you are. I don't know what 
you want. If you're looking for a parmo, I can tell you I don't touch them. But what I do have are of any particular set of podcast skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you listen and share this TED Talks podcast, that will be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Um... Right then, well, uh, listen, I've, I've heard, I've been watching out the window as well, um, and I've noticed you've been doing loads of work and out as well, and I, I know, is it because of, you know, this mysterious uh, big tail who's been slamming your ass? Yeah, right, listen, right, whoever this chap is, I tell you now you're in trouble, right? Because like, I was listening to the radio, and it said you should pair with an athlete, man, do you know what I mean, to get your training up properly? Yeah, right? yeah. So I'll tell you what. I've only went and found the best, man. I've only been training oh. with Van Gerwen, haven't I? Do you know the darts, lad? I mean, he is an athlete. I've, <laughs> I've seen him sink six or seven pints in a row. Do you know what I mean? You don't get that sort of stamina running around a gym and that. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. But can he fight, man? Can he fight? Have seen that arm, man, when he throws? It's meant to imagine that doing jab after jab in a big T-space. base. Like that, and that's, I mean, like I'll do it, do it in three, and then hopefully the crowd go 180 when I smash him. That's class walking music, and then I want a bit of that. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it'll be done in the pub, which is where I assume I'm going to fight Big T. I mean, you've not, you don't know who, who he is yet. He might be a really rock hard, attractive fighter. Well, uh, actually, there's a postman uh, called Michael Taylor who, who like works around that way, and I'm thinking it's him. So I've been practicing for him basically. I hope it's him. Yeah, the post that hurts the most. Both yeah. you have a first class punch, yeah, you daft exactly. bastard. Exactly. Yeah. I tell you what, though, no one's gonna. They, the daft darts lads are absolute athletes, and I'm gonna do me boom. But I mean, just think about it. All he does is throw right hands all day. You know, yeah, he, he, he does. of this through, you know it works. That. He's got a massive heat as well, hasn't he? Hey, well, hey, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to bounce off him, would you? Just smack no. him in the head. And yeah, I tell you what, you don't get a better burrow lad than that, do you? Massive bald bounce, man, he's class. Yeah, he could do the doors, couldn't he? he could work on the doors, Van Gerwen. It's funny that, because I did meet him, he was working traders, wasn't he? Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, are you Van Gerwen? And he went, yeah, I didn't know he was from Stockton, but apparently he is. And uh, he went, well, hi. I says, here, I'm up for some training. I need to get me stand. I told him about the fight. And he went, meet me downtown if you snooker centre five in the morning. And we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I played 26 frames in a row. I mean, prime. Go, look at that arm Look at that arm there. Oh, oh yeah. Let me touch it there. Yeah, oh, yeah, look at that. Fucking hell, yeah. solid, that, man. What, what sort of training things have you been doing then, apart from the snooker and the darts? Because, like, I, I heard a lot of grunting in the garden, but I didn't want to look out. Well, I've been practising getting up off the floor. Like, we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Been, I've been doing a press-up, but I've just been, instead of going all the way up, man, I just roll on me back and then roll on. It's class. Because you've got to practise your recovery as well. So you're just doing roly-polies? Yeah, but, you know, yeah. That's why I've got all this dog shit over me fucking back. Look at that. 
<laughs> I stinks as well, man. That's fucking that's Brancos, and that's Geng- Brancos is that little white bit there on the bottom, and Genghis is the one that's the size of oh shit all over your back there because you keep feeding him loads of crap out of me allotments. Yeah, well, I like it. You know what I mean? He likes it as well. He loves his root veg as we all do. He likes rooting my Branco <laughs> the jet bastard. <laughs> Wasn't he? Yeah, well, I've seen him again Scotland him today. But you know, I think you were quite right a few weeks ago because um, Branco had sort of like he had a little bit of a smile on his face, and you're probably thinking dogs can't smile, but he was enjoying it. You know, when he make you make like noise like that. So I think he was proper really liking that. The only noise he ever makes like that is when I when I like scratch inside of his ears and pull all the uh, you know the, the wax out. It doesn't matter. People of Borough accept people of different sexualities and whatever they want to do. So if them two boy dogs want to go at it in a manly fashion in someone's shed, or even like if it's filmed, I don't know who's filming it like, but if it was, do you know what I mean? And you could get it if you went to like Mala's website. But if you didn't, I'm <laughs> sure they were filming it, which I think's wrong. But if they were, that's fine as well. Yeah, it's a bit wrong with that leg, like, man. I wondered why you were walking around the garden with that big fucking boom mic and a camera. <laughs> yeah, it was. I've still got the same camera equipment. I nicked when the BBC were down for the raggy riots in the 90s. <laughs> but I've got there, man. It's that big one. I just slashed and brought you on the ride, stuck it in the just, back of me Cosworth, and I was off. Just takes full fucking 90 minute VHS tapes to record on. class. <laughs> <laughs> Six size of a microwave on your shoulder, isn't it? <laughs> hey, anyway, anyway, you've you've done a great job, Vinny Um I like I like it. I like the way you've uh, you've 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 separated the half of the couch into another half now. So you've got three, oh, uh, and one's a bit of like a, it's almost like a little bit of a, a stool now, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. you can have guests round. Well, do you know what I mean? I did think about this because, like, if we, you you have to stay here in case we get fourteen day quarantined and that, Dingus is going have to sleep somewhere you know what I mean so we're going to have some sort of like dog porn studio in the middle of us and then you will be left and right you know what I mean I thought about it that's a good I tell you what mate that fucking dog shit stinks let me just spray some of this hang on (laughs) is that that is that that Cheryl's uh, perfume yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I tell you what, mate, them three spiders have just crawled out, haven't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that was a bad idea. Uh, oh, well, yeah. I had to do a big shell, uh, sorry, scruffy shell usually is. <laughs> it's easy to get confused as Big Cheryl and Big Julie, but my Julie is never scruffy Julie oh, because man. I buy uh, all of the best outfits in Primark, um, new look. And uh, peacocks, she's a big. She loves going in all them shops, and I just get her whatever she wants. You know, sometimes I'll spend up to twenty five quid in all three shops together, and she looks like a queen. Uh, Whereas Scruffy Cheryl just wears the same fucking tracksuit every day and stinks. Well, aye, man, she looks like a queen, but it's Steve McQueen. You know, the queen, but he's in that boiler suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. I'll, t- I'll tell you, you still want a shagger though anyway oh well aye hey, then, are we gonna are we gonna get on because I tell you what I've got I think it'll be class do you know like you you told tell them tell the people what you told me down the yeah TV. yeah right Okay, doke listen to this ladies and gentlemen last week we did the oh, burp there sorry fucking hell uh, last week we did the best ever uh, the best butter 11 based purely on class haircuts this week we are going to do the best butter 11 based on 
foreign players who are now one of our own. Yeah, well, I man, the class. These are basically yeah. lads, right? All the lads that came over here, like from the Costa del Sol or whatever, and they were like, well, I'm sacking that off because T-Sides mint and they just stop over, you know what I mean? Yeah, not yeah, they do, yeah. Mind. I'm sure they've gone legit. I, I, I don't know what happened to some of them when they left the club. I, I, some of them didn't get transfers, they just vanished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Get yourself down Stockton on a Saturday night, get yourself the pizza shops, see some of the lads in the back there knocking stuff up. I've seen it with my own eyes, man. So, well, anyway, just to reiterate the rules of this is Megan Maller are going to play a game of Snapple. Uh, Snapple! Yeah, there we go. And uh, what it is, is we're going to um, we're going to pick our 11 players, uh, foreign players who've played for Middlesbrough who we deem as one of our own um, from over the years. So if, for example, we select the same centre-back, we will shout Snapple! And that means it's just basically another version of Snapple, a bit more fun, isn't it? <laughs> I've got the rive eaters. Um, I've got the rive eaters here. Yeah, here you go. Scribble some on here. Take them out. There we go. I know, mate. They got a bit, got a bit rammy because I wrote on them in, um, you know, them uh, sort of eyeliner pencils last. I sort of perished them a little bit. No, oh, we like that happens so. when that happens. Yeah, so but we've still got enough to play with here. Yeah? So shall we start our game? Of Snapple, Mallet. Can you play the music, man? Let's have a go with Snapple. Let's have a game. I'll try. I'm not sure if I've got any, but doesn't matter. Uh, right, here we go. And so we're going to start, as always, with goalkeeper. Now, who have you got down as your best foreign goalkeeper, Mallet? Uh, yeah, right. It's racked my brain, but there is only one, really, isn't there? Like, because I'm not having the lads who like come over from Barcelona and that, because he only stopped for one season. So I'm going to yeah. go with, he is one of our own. It's only Mark Swartzer, isn't it? Snap! Oh! Yeah, straight in, straight in. We got Swartz from the country known as Bradford, right? Uh, we did, yeah. I don't know where the country is, but it's somewhere southern, but it's a country apparently. And he speaks like Carly Minogue, which is a double bonus. Yeah, and, well, he doesn't look like her, unfortunately. Uh, and he, he's got one of them lovely, lovely, he had one of them lovely mousy haircuts as well, which I liked, which sort of faded as he got older. But we're not talking about hair this week. No, he I was mean. a nice, a nice Bradfordian, I believe. Yeah, that's and that's what we great. like. He was mint as well. And he played for us for like 11, 12 years, you know what I mean? So he's like, must be like the top, top lad in goal, isn't he? He's a hero. He's a hero. He's got to be our greatest ever goalkeeper. And I know, I know people will say it's Stephen Pears, but I've got to say it's got to be Schwartz because we achieved some magnificent things with that big bastard in goal. Uh, yeah, we he's some, like some of the happiest times of my life. Do you know what I mean? It's like watching Schwartz pick the ball out of the net. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lovely legs. No, well, I mean, he could scoop it with one hand and fling it out, and he used to just shout, oh, you get out, you wankers, get get out of the box, man, you do me a so like he was good yeah he had a strange Bradford accent didn't he yeah uh, right shall we move on to our right back then the right full back then uh, should I go first this time uh, well, yeah it's your your go now kid right okie doke so I've I've went for the uh, odd very odd looking uh, but very fast but you wouldn't like a bite off him Michael Reisiger right yeah Reis uh, well I haven't gone for Reisiger but I don't generally go for like Germans or whatever do you know what I mean? He, he, he was Dutch. Hey. He was Dutch, Reisiger. Well, yeah, well, I tell you, well, they went into to, to Dutch. They went into Dutch land, didn't they? 
do you know, in the war and that. So I kept away from him. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and he reminded me of like a very, very fast uh, and very tall, scary man. And uh, I couldn't be doing with him. I, 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 I liked him because he played for a lot of the big clubs in the world. Um, and, you know, considering how fucking ugly he was, um, <laughs> he, he managed to get to play for some of the best clubs around, didn't he? Like Barcelona and was, was, it, was it Ajax or... Well, I, I don't know. Let's see who you've got. Who you've got. I actually want bad defence, me, so I've gone for a bit of an odd pudge. But I'm putting Julio Aga at right back, me. He did play for some of that. And I loved Aga, me. He was mint. Do you know what I mean? Oh, even though he was a Mackham for a while. For that man, and he came and played for us for six years. And he's class. He loved it so much. Now he plays for, like, Winnie Banks or something now. He, like, plays in the Sunday League and that, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's class, Aga, man. He was mint. Like he was dead no, on that, but he was one of our own. He loved the butter. Yeah, he stayed as well, didn't he? Like, so I think on that basis, we will shoe on Julio Arca into the right back position. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good call. That it's a good call. That let's go for your left back then. Who have you got as your left back? Yeah, well, there can only be one. Can there? he was like we have a tradition of butter of having proper handsome left backs. Do you know what I mean? Currently, we've got gorgeous George and he's mint. But before that, we had the very sexy French Frank Cardo, didn't we? French Frank, oh. French Frank. It's, uh, it's a little bit racist, like because why have we called him French Frank? Do you know what I mean? Because that's how the butter people think. It's like we didn't call like somebody else Ugandan, like Egyog or somebody, did we? Or another thing like this? I think it's a racist thing. Why well, Egyog was English for starters, mate. You know what I'm getting at, don't you? First, why not just call him Frank? Yeah, I think it's because people in Millersburg are thick, and it was an easy, uh, it was an easy alliteration to go French Frank because it sounds like what we have for me tea every night with French fries. Oh, yeah, well, but he was meant for the bottom, man. I loved him. Have you picked him on performance or just looks? A bit of both, to be honest with you. He's probably like in our most successful period, and like I did because I used to sit like in the East End, and when the swap sides and that they used to come up, he used to smell amazing as well. Oh, French. Dupe. Uh, do you know what? I probably think he's probably he's probably the the, the player who's probably scuttled the most Teesside lasses as well. Well, I. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's good. Should I tell you what I've gone for? Let's go for it. Uh, I've, I've I've gone for the Austrian Mad Dog Pogates. Oh, yeah. I've only got him as a centre back, haven't I? Oh, well, that's oh. You see, I, I thought he played more of a left back than a centre back, games wise. No, so, well, I. so I. Um, I yeah, it, well, we'll, we'll class it as a snap. Or, um, let's see if you'd agree with my left centre back then, because if you do, then we'll leave Pogates at left back and we will go with my left centre back. So I've gone with for my left centre back, the very, very lovely Andre Bikey. <laughs> <laughs> because I was struggling. I was struggling to think of foreign. You can't you can't say stuff like that, man. He's class Bikey, we used to call him, you know what I mean? Some of the lads said that he used to do some deliveries, but I mean, Mad Dog, he's got to be the left-handed centre-back, hasn't he? Because Mad Dog, he had 40 on his back and everybody knows that that's Mad Dog 2020. 
So you're saying that we go with French Frank at left back and, and we go with centre back, right then? Over you gone? Over you gone for your right centre back then? Yeah, the person with the best song that I used to love singing, and that was our that was that was our only Gianluca Festa man. Oh, snap! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, look, I've got it written down there. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is not Fresh, my yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. It's me. <laughs> I, I, I loved Fester. I love how he like had one of them like little goatees sometimes, and then sometimes he didn't like that. Well, yeah, uh, he was probably like what my favorite because at the time, like he was proper ad, and I used to love watching like football Italia on Channel Four. And then all of a sudden, we had our own. You know what I mean? He was, a, yeah. he was just like smashing buds everywhere, and he wasn't bothered. He was rock solid, Fester man. He was mint. I loved him, and he had and he had good air as well. We can't believe we missed him from last week. Yeah, and he was Italian. I told. You know, I've seen him in the bite centre. I think yeah. one of them that's still working over here. I have up in your way for now, but I don't think so. I think he's not now Peters. No, yeah, he's in he's in Palmerland. Well, um, yeah. Therefore, so we've gone for Schwarzer in goal. We've gone for uh, Julio Arca at right back. We've gone for French Frank Quadro left back. And then we've gone for Pogates and Festers, our centre backs really? there. Very good. Shall we make a move onto our right sided midfielder, winger, or attacking midfielder on the right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll start this one if you don't mind, right? Go on then, go on. I'm, I'm going to go as like, because what I'm going to do with here is I'm going to have a defensive midfielder, then I'm going to have three sort of attacking midfielders in front of him. You're changing the old formation. I might not want to play for it. <laughs> but I think he could, he could fit anywhere, but he's going to be the sitting defensive midfielder anyway. And it's only going to be called General George Boatang Man because he was absolutely meant for the borough and he was one of our own. And I bet you didn't know this right. He only got his name, General George, didn't he? Because he was here that long, man. He signed up for the TA, didn't he? He was part of the Yorkshire Regiment, you know, that building on the Wilderness Road. Really? Well, hi, man. When he was injured, he was the hell. He was away on weekend exercise, man. They just covered for him. That's why he was General George. That was his rank. Wow, wow. Really? I bet you didn't know that, did you? I didn't, no, I didn't. And it's a it's a very good, uh very good defensive midfielder choice there. So we'll go with even though I said we'll go with right winger, <laughs> we'll go with we'll go with defensive <laughs> midfielder next then. So my my defensive midfielder is a bit more of a playmaking defensive midfielder, and and, and that was Guy Scamendietta. Oh, snap, uh, oh man, snap! Oh. <laughs> Have you got him in there, right? Oh, I've got him in, man. I've got him part of the midfield, haven't we? Right. Okay. Well, we need to decide whether it's Botang or Mendieta. Then, if we're going to go for uh, the next three players, are going to be more of an attacking force. Then I think we only need either Botang or well, Mendieta. Yeah, like, they tell you not, right? Mendieta's another one. He stayed in Teesside well after he'd gone. Do you know what I mean? When he left the club, he actually lived in Yam. Now, listen, right? You're all mad badger from down the club. Oh yeah, Badjo, yeah. He's speaking to me the other day, right? And he said the only reason Dice Commendy at the state was he was part of the uh, Yarm Parish Council, wasn't he? And he was trying to force through uh, an aggressive recycling policy with the community. So like we're right. gonna stop on and do it. And Badge said, like, he's a man of his words, he's one of our own. So he stopped on that little bit to push that through, right? And he hadn't done his stint on neighborhood watch. So he was gonna he was gonna jump off and one of the lads grabbed him and said, Hey, you don't sly off, it's your turn. So he had to do six months on the watch, didn't he? 
Right. And that's well, oh, this makes the decision even tougher now because, um, you know, do, do we go for General George or do we go for, for Baldy Mendieta? Uh, versus good to a parish councillor. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, right, I'm assuming you, you, your next three midfielders, you've gone for two wide ones and you've gone for a central no, one. No, I'm assuming that I didn't have Mendieta as a defensive midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You, you'll just get an extra one in here, won't you? But we'll pick out the George and Mendieta. But I do think because we both had Mendieta in the team, it's got to be a snap on it. I think it has, yeah, yeah with these many snap-offs. So Mendieta is going to sit in front of our defence. We'll put George on the bench, though, and he'll get on for away games. Uh, right, OK, then. Well, I'll go with my attacking right-sided midfielder. Um, and I've gone for Gaston Ramirez. Oh, yeah, get out of town. I'm not up there. There's going to be some scrapping in the shed in a minute. Don't you ever be bringing him into the same conversation when we're talking about one of our own. He's a little sly off, Ramirez. I tell you now, he come from Southampton. He moped himself about. He like played some class games for us. And then he said, nah, I don't yeah. he's anymore. He's a crap. And he, he like he got off. I'm not having that. Because I tell you what, I've got I've much better than going in there, man. Go on then, go on then. Right, I want to take you back. Uh, let's have a think about this. I want to take you all the way back to 2004, right? And there was a bloke from Holland who was a karate master, right? Who not only set up a goal in the cup final, he also scored one. And it was only the one and known, only Bolo's ending man. And that's why he's got to be in there. Oh, so you put him on the right yeah, of the... Man, uh, man. He's got to be in there. He scored one and he set one up, didn't he? In the League Cup final when we beat Bolton. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's one of our own forever, man. I mean, I've got right. a statue of him outside. That's that one over there that looks a bit weird. That's just a fucking norm. Well, I'm shit at doing statues, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the back. Well, you know, so you put a little like mop top wig on him as well, which is nice, and a karate belt. So, uh, right, all right then. Well, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that because, um, you know, Ramiro's was an arsehole. So, um, yeah. Set one in the cup final, you know. Yeah. Well, good, good, yeah. So, Bolo is going to be on there. What about your left hand side then? Because bear in mind, you've now got a, a left, a left, a left, you've got a left back playing right back and a left midfielder playing right wing. So, there'll be lots of cutting in shots going on. There's got to be one of our own, man. And I tell you now, there's only one player left that you could possibly put in your midfield that would be one of our own, and he will be forever. And it's our one and, and it's our one and only Ingleby Barwick resident. It's only our Juno, in it. It's got to be. No, it's got to be. I'm going to say Snapo. I'm going to say Snapo. But I think let's let's just recap, right? We've gone for one in goal. We've gone for four at the back, right? Then we've gone for a defensive midfielder. So are we going for two up front or one up front? Yeah, I've got two up front, but you've got an extra midfielder to stick in now, haven't you? <laughs> so. Well, do you know what? My my left side midfielder was going to be Alan Moore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, Irish, that's isn't he? Yeah. That's foreign. So, Ireland. Alan Moore, man, he was a poor. We've got their boss in our our midfield, so we've gone for 
Uh, we've gone for four at the back, then we've gone for, who do we go? Was it Mendieta? Yeah, we had Mendieta, Zenton and Janino. So if you stick a midfielder in there, then we can go for two up front. Right, okie talk then. Well, uh, what about what about if we if we move Janino into central, so you've got Mendieta sitting behind him and Janino sitting as a central attacking midfielder, and then out on the left flank... Are you, are you, are you using Bob on biscuits to, to do that formation board there? Put that one back there. I know you fucking got your eyes yeah, on it. Like, uh, like watching match of the day, you doing this. This is mint. Yeah, yeah. So do that. And I was thinking, how about we bring in Tunkai Sandlin on uh, on the yeah, left? Uh, yeah. Well, I had up Tunkai, man. He was mint, and he was like the most hard work and Turkish person I've ever seen in my life. Do you know what I mean? Because I've been on holiday there, man, and they just don't do now. They're like, drafted <laughs> like he was up and down like the waiters in Turkey, man. They just like look at you when you like yeah. get your eighteenth pint of the day in. Do you know what he's, I mean? He's still grafting now. He's still grafting now, mate. He's got he's got one of them Turkish barbers on Linthorpe Road. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, He'd have about six and he'd be running between them all, just like half cutting people's hair and running back and that. Yeah, it's just called tongue cuts. Tongue cuts. I've seen it. Tongue cuts off the trunk road. Yeah, well, I I know. Other other people I was toying with was Deriva because I like the size of his head. Um, And uh, Rock and Back because I like his little pew perm. Uh, but yeah, I think um, I think we've got there a nice a nice attacking um, midfield with Mendieta doing doing the doing the hard work yeah, behind them. We've got we'd have to like score twenty two a game to win anything like here, wouldn't we? <laughs> we? We would have if we'd left fucking Andrea Beaky. Yeah. In. Uh, <laughs> right then, we need our two strikers. We need our two strikers who are foreign and one of our own. I've got an impassionate bit here for one of my strikers what? already. Do you, want, do you want me to put like a bit of impassionate music no, underneath no, this? This is going to be inspirational music. We're going to be right. I'll put I'll put some inspirational music on. Right. Are you, are you ready? Over to you, over to you, Mala. Oh, go, go. Hey, yeah. Like everybody, picture yourself back to 2006 now, right? Basel have turned up in town, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? But uh, we're playing in Europe again, right? We need one more goal. Right, to get us to get us through, you know what I mean? And who turns up to score it? It's one magical Italian man. Right, and at that stage, right, he was gonna be like a total hero of man because it was a turn down. But then again, right, it happened again, didn't it? Cause this same lad turned up, Stout Bucharest come to town, didn't they? Like and already the the spunked us, we were 2-0 down, man, straight away. They were having our pants down at the riverside. We were actually 3-0 down on aggregate at the time, if you all remember, right? And then what happened? This lad, this Italian god, right? He went, I'm having none of that, right? And he smacked in the first one, right? And then I think it was Viduga and Asabank got us down to 3 3, and we needed the goal to go through, man. And then he come, right? And he got on the wing, and it was thrown in. I can't remember who did the cross, because at the time, man, I'd nearly soiled myself with excitement, right? And he went to the back post, and it was Macaroni! We're in at the back post. He sent us through. The crowds are going wild. I was nicking loads of stuff off people because we're dropping it everywhere, man. It was mint. It was absolutely mint. And he took us through. And he is one of our own. 
Oh, what a passionate! What a how can you how can you uh, leave Massimo Macaroni out after that? Well, I can because it's my podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's great because I went for when you said Italian, I got a bit of a bong on there, and I, I went for Marco Branca <laughs> just because of that debut at Rick against Liverpool. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> wasn't that Ravinellium got the hat trick against Liverpool on his debut? No, Branca, Marco Branca. Yeah, I'm sure it was Ravinelli, you know. I think you've been drinking to the 50 bob again that they do at the Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> you might have got a brace then. <laughs> I could have got that for rise again. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Well, listen, Macaroni definitely takes the spot. Right, I've, I've got three strikers for the final striker spot that you to choose from, right? Before I, before I, when I announce them, I want you to do a snap or if it's correct. If it isn't, then I want to hear what your suggestion is, okay? So, the first one I went for was Stuani, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) The next one I went for was Jimmy Assel, your mum. Yeah, I loved him, mate, but he's, he's not for me. And then the third one I went for... Was Lucas Eucharetus? No, it's really. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say his name. It was it was Matt Faduka. Hey, well, right. I tell you what, right. I love Faduka and I love Gasabank, but both of them played for dirty, dirty leads. So I couldn't have either of them. Do you know where I went for? There is Go only on. one job on Teesside, lad. Do you know what I mean? And it was a <laughs> job, wasn't it? And he also scored a beautiful goal in the in the League Cup final, didn't he, against Bolton? And he was class, and he had Minter. Hey, why didn't he? Why didn't he make our min, our our team last week with that haircut? Oh, so many good haircuts at the Borough, man. He was yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a toughie, Mallet. It's a toughie, but <laughs> do you know? I think if we'd have put it to a fan vote. I reckon out of all of them strikers, if they could keep one of them as their own, I think they would all choose for Duke. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right there. <coughs> you know what I mean? We missed out Alan Boxix and Ravenelli. We missed out Lord here, but... Yeah, but Ravenelli, Ravenelli, what? He, he was he only one season, Ravenelli? He slid off. Boxic only came to the side for the quality of the hookers. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> I um, some of that white powder, so I've heard. You know, Lee, Lee Donkook could have had him, but he was shit. <laughs> could have had Beck. Yeah, we'll shit 11 soon enough, don't worry. We, yeah, we, yeah, I think we will. But we'll try 11. So that, our, our team there is beautiful. Uh, Schwarzer in goal, uh, right back Arca, Festa, Pogates, and uh, left back we've gone with Gorgeous George. Um, not, not, not Gorgeous George, French Frank, yeah. sorry. Yeah, they're both hunks. Uh, then we've gone in defensive midfielder, Mendieta. Then attacking right side, uh, you've gone for Bolo Zenden. Attacking left side, Janinio. Uh, no, attacking left side, Tunkai. And then in centre midfield, Janinio or just off the strikers of Macaroni and Vaduka. It's a great team, that Mala. Um, I think we've got quite a few people that go on the bench there. I'm going to put Andrea Beaky on the bench just because of his drug delivering skills. Um, I think we'll put Reisiger on there just because he adds a bit of bite to the team. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we've got to have we've got to have Asselbank on the bench. Yeah, well, um, got, Jimmy, Jimmy would have made anybody's team because I did love Jimmy as well. Yeah, do you reckon I can get Alan Moore on the bench? Yeah, we're having rock them back if anybody. Rock them back on the bench, yeah. 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 He can be like Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah. Like. yeah. 
because you've won a vote to own. Manager then. Manager, I'll be honest with you, I've not really yeah, thought. Ron's foreign manager, so it's not going to be hard, is it? But have we? Like, we have, but I'm going to go... I thought, I thought Shackman was Russian. Well, yeah, I'm going to go for... Uh, well, I think I'm going to go for a controversial one. I'm going to go for Steve McLaren. You know when he did that Dutch accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've both probably got a snap off for Karanka, but I think we are going to have Steve McLaren as our foreign manager because she knows how to play the football the best way. <laughs> well, hi, man. It was me. Uh, yeah, can we have Leo as his assistant? Because I just love him, mate. Leo's assistant. Oh, I forgot we're going to have Bortang on the bench as well yeah, because um, he, he nearly made the 11, didn't he? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. really good. Really good, uh, really good team there, Maller. I enjoyed that. Um, Man, it was mint. I think, I think next week we might do, um, I think we might do shittest Middlesbrough players. Um, yeah, yeah. How long's the podcast next week? <laughs> right, we're going to do a six-hour special next week on the uh, shit this middle's per players. Three hours of that will just be on this season. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, we'll only probably do it within our lifetimes as well. So I think we'll only go back to uh, you know the remembrance of '86 and above. Um, I think as well. Um, so we don't get people going, oh, what about fucking Billy, Billy Scott in 1932? You know, <laughs> he was shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, only players that we have seen played. And we're in our 40s now, kids, you know what I mean? So if they're coming that's on right. that, then that's what they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've loved doing that, but I tell you what, I'm, I'm nipping here. You know what I mean? I have to kill them. Yeah, I know. I can fuck that sort of dog shit on your back for it's coming out your ass now, isn't it? Yeah, I can sneak in there without getting raped. Um, it's a tough one, mate. You might have to cause a diversion, mate. Do, like, go around the front, right? Ring the doorbell and post a sausage roll through the letterbox, right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, mate, they will, they'll, they'll be on it. You know, like in that scene in Blade where uh, they're in that nightclub and they can smell that fresh blood, and then they all start attacking this lad. That's what they'll do with that sausage roll. Yeah, I'm nipping, man. I can't be going to Greg's. Give us some of them bourbons off the off the. Uh, yeah, yeah pe- put a couple of bourbons yeah, through. Enjoy the rest of this podcast, people. I'll see you later because honestly cheers yes, yeah uh, yeah right. cover us Ted I'm off yeah cheers Mala cheers Mala Mala there uh, oh fucking hell he stinks as well he's left oh he's left a fucking dirty air biscuit in the shed oh a stinky bastard uh, he still doesn't know big tea is like but I'm not going to tell him uh, so yeah he's off to post uh, post Bob and through the letterbox now so you can have a poo in my toilet but little does he know because of the toilet roll famine, he's going to be wiping his ass with just a plastic glove I've left in there. You have to wash out and then everyone uses it. So, uh, yeah, unlucky, mate. Lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, it's that part of the show, which is my favourite part of the show, and I'm pretty sure it's also your favourite part of the show, which is why some of you probably fast-forward to this part of the show. Anyway, I'm about to answer your questions that you've left me on my Facebook page as we now move into the section called Ask Ted and that, you know what I mean? But it's just called Ask Ted and that, you know what I mean? I, I can't help myself. Anyway, uh, put a little bit of uh, shifty little music on. Here we go. Yeah, 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 I like that. I like that. I like that. First question. Oh, goes to the lovely... 
Stuart Bennett. Uh, now, if you were a woman for 24 hours, Ted, how much of that 24 hours would you spend playing with your tuppence? Um, it's a very, very valid question, I think, there, Stuart. Um, I'd probably, you know, because you do need to donate to eat and sleep, so, but I'd be very, very intrigued uh, about having me on tuppence. I really would, I can't lie. So I reckon I'd probably say maybe 50% to three quarters of the day would probably be um, spent with exploring that tuppence and, um, you know, how flexible it is, you know, what type of uh, objects can it take, noises it makes, all that type of stuff. I'd do a lot of experiments on my own tuppence because, um, you know, I might have to give it back. So I want to just see uh, what the crack is. <laughs> you see what I did there? Never meant nobody was a joke. Oh, but good question, that's Stuart, yeah. Simon Hayward, uh, Ted, is there any proof that Yozza and the boys from The Black Stuff actually did any tarmac work in Teesside? Um, I, I don't know, mate, I don't know. There's, there's rumour, has it, that uh, on Mandale Road in Thornaby, um, he did um, he did once grout a bathroom and then he did also gravel a driveway um, on Linthorpe Road at one point in the borough. So they're the only rumours I know of, Simon, um, but it'd be great if, if they did, you know what I mean, when he, when Yoz is not asking for a bloody job everywhere. Um, Aidan McIver, um, if Big Fat Julie asked you to jam a finger in and crank her like an old Ford, which hole would you pick? Uh, you know, you, you, well, you've got a choice of many, many holes there, Aidan, so it's a very valid question. Um, I've never actually tried to crank a lady like an old-fashioned car, um, but I'm up for it. Um, and I would probably adopt the uh, the old, you know, I'd probably go for more than one old, to be honest. I'd probably adopt the old bowling ball position of uh, two in the pink and one in the stink and, uh, you know, see what that did to begin with rather than just focus on one solitary hole. Um, next question, Russell Young, uh, any advice to tackle bullies? I'll do it in his voice because he's from Yorkshire, so I'll do it in his voice. Oh, Ted, any advice to tackle bullies? Our lass has been calling me a dink of poop and a nana on regular occasions. She took it to another level the other day by asking me if I wanted to smell some cheese and punched me in face. Any advice appreciated? Uh, good question there, Russell. Um, never fall for the uh, smell, smell, smell my cheese trick. Uh, it's it's the same as never fall for open daddy's underpants tricks as well you know you, from the playground um, it was it, old tricks what you used to do with your hands amount of times I used to bash people on the nose with the smell of cheese trick um, I still do it now but uh, with, with lasses and, and, and my bell end to be honest uh, but um, yeah I would say uh, just stand up for yourself Russell you know what I mean you're a big hard Yorkshireman from Sheffield um, you should just say oh lash you'll do that to me one more jam and I'll batter thee into next week uh, but don't obviously because we don't condone violence to anyone especially women and animals um, but um, if not mate then you know just report it to the police for punching you in the chops yeah that's, that's that would be my best advice uh, Carl Lomas uh, could climate change just be all the dead rock stars turning in their graves your opinion Ted and then, then he's put a picture of Harry Styles he dressed like a nana um, it's a great it's a great theory that uh, Carl it could be yeah, could all be turning in the graves and that is what's uh, producing all of this stuff going into the ozone seeping from the ground and they're probably turning over and farting because they're just so disgusted by it um, but I like that yeah I think um 
I think we'll send that to Professor Brian Cox and go, well, maybe all the rock stars are, are turning in their graves. That's me. Uh, it's more Bob Dylan, that, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, next question. Schmeichel Wheatley, please explain the Marmite kiss. If I put my socks on before my boxers, then stand up, look on the sheet, there is a Marmite kiss. Um, it's, it's very similar to when um, a lady leaves, uh, leaves snail trails as well. Um, if, if they adopt the same policy, yes, always put your underpants on first uh, before sitting on linen, certainly if it's of a light colour, um, because when you're putting your socks on and you're getting a bit older and a bit tubbier, you wriggle around more to get the angle of the socks. And it just means that you, the, the old balloon knot leaves a little... Uh, a little poo kiss on the sheet so be very careful about that uh, Schmeichel um, underpants on first then socks um, good unless you're going to do it on a leather couch which is wipe clean John Wilberforce I need to do some pointing I'm thinking an aluminium quick tower for access but I could use an acro scaffold system using put log clips for better buttressing um, anyway who was the muckiest lass in red car uh, well firstly thank you for the uh, the scaffolding advice there I agree with every point there you're on, you're on form with that mate well done uh, and the muckiest lass in, in red car is, is a girl by the name of Scabby Susan um, Scabby Susan Wiltshire she's called um, and um <coughs> She just basically, she's only called Scabby Susan because she's always on her knees getting scuttled, you see, and she's got burns everywhere, elbows, knees, forehead, the lot. So you can't miss her. She, if she's wearing shorts in the summer, you, you'll spot her because she'll have a big graze on her forehead, on her knees, on her elbows. Uh, but I can put you in touch if, if you need to, oh, mate. Just let us know. Let us know. Uh, my good mate, Duncan Phillips. Uh, thanks for my coffee last week. Bought for me on ko-fi.com, coffee.com. Duncan does it every week. Feel free to do it, man, as you know what I mean. It's just nice, isn't it? Um, his question is, last week, Ted, you told us all you were on a few quiz shows, but have you ever had a picture show on Take Heart like I had? Bet you can't trump that. It's, I think Take Heart, is that with Tony Hart, is it? Like Heartbeat type of thing. Um, do you know what I did? I did when I was a six-year-old. I sent in a picture of Slimer from Ghostbusters, and I'll be honest, I traced it out of a crayon book um, so it looked like it was, you know, proper mint and that and drew by me, but I cheated. And it made it into the gallery with the order do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
quite a, rather excite me but uh, she's very very rich um, so I'll scuttle her marry her and then I'll steal all her money um, next question David O'Hara Ted I'm currently working in Sweden the Swedes speak fluent English and do get our culture with many supporting English football teams but they don't get our sense of humour how could you describe the British sense of humour it's a very good question that David um, and please do send as many pictures of Swedish flange when you're out there because it is great day um, I would say I would describe our sense of humour as very tongue in cheek uh, very double entendre uh, you know we like to take the piss out of ourselves we're very sarcastic um, basically everything these European countries like Sweden Austria Germany they just don't get it do they because they've, they've just got no sense of humour um, they, they, they laugh at slapstick you know like Norman Wisdom oh Mr Grimsdale and stuff like that you know they just they don't get it man they don't get it I mean, don't apologise if there's any Scandinavians or Europeans out there listening to my show and they enjoy it um, I, I welcome you into the British comedy scene um, but nah the, the rest of them don't get it mate they don't get it uh, John Burns Ted did you ever do a spot of Scotland on the old open top, top bus from Middlesbrough to Millennium and Visage um, I, I, I didn't quite get a full scuttle but I did uh, I did probably uh, a fair amount of fingering and I did manage to to wangle a dry tug off an older lady at one point as well um, I used to love getting the Venga bus from uh, from outside of uh, on Linthorpe Road uh, and night near the Isaac Wilson's area through to uh, the Millennium or to the Visage. It was great times and you could often score quite a bit of flange before you'd even got onto the dance floor just on that bus. So yeah, good question that, John. I did. Uh, Phil Conway. Oh, it could be another good question this. Which pub in Borough, Stockton or surrounding areas has been your best strike rate for a blowy? Um, wow. So we're getting into detail late tonight, aren't we? Um, well, I've got to say, Phil... It's a tough one, and I did say the other week that I did get a, a lot, a lot of flange at Millennium, but we're only talking about pubs now, aren't we? So you know, I once had uh, quite a few blowies round the back of Brad's bar in Stockton in that uh, that really dark car park, and uh, you know the alley to Trader Jacks. Um, so I'm probably going to say because Trader Jacks is still there, and I do occasionally get the odd one still from there. Trader Jacks is my ideal spot for blowies. There you go. Um, okay, do it. Next question, Martin Fletcher. If you try to fail and succeed, which have you done? Um, it's a really good question. That, do you know, in my luck, I would probably, you know, try to fail and still fail. Um, so um, it's a tough one. But I would say you've succeeded because you tried to fail and you succeeded. Uh, it's, I don't know. You always get me with this fletch, you fucker. Uh, next question, Michael McGregor. Have you stacked up on toilet rolls, Ted? <coughs> oh, pardon me. Sorry, I need some. Uh, oh, I need some Pepto Bismol as well. Have you stacked up on toilet rolls, Ted? Because you're never off the pot. Um, I, I, I've got um, loads and loads and loads of bog roll because it's not just for pose; it's for power wanks as well. I get the aloe vera type ones because uh, they're nice and smooth around the shaft, um, and um, the so I often find that when you fold it up as well it doesn't seep through as much as well but yeah I um, I always stock up loads on toilet roll baby wipes and uh, perfumed anal wipes as well so yeah good question there mate cheers Andrew Stevenson 
Um, if you were invisible, who would you pair on first? Oh, it's a good question, that, isn't it? Uh, would I go to, like, a Hollywood star? I quite like that Paloma Faith, mate, you know what I mean? Because, like, she's like a little sexy hamster, and she's got good eyebrows, and I like that on a girl, and she's funny as well. So I might, like, uh, I might not just perv on her sexually, I might just, just sit in her house and listen to her having a laugh with her mates and her, and her husband and that, and have a laugh with them, you know, and probably move a few objects around to scare them. And then when she goes for a shower... I will have a little look, but not for too long because I respect it a lot. I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah, so Paloma Faith. Uh, Mark Cromack. Apparently, the US Prison Service have sacked an electrician from Thornaby for refusing to fix an electric chair as he thought it looked like a fucking death trap. Uh, oh, Mark, you, you, this is for questions. It's not for you to air stolen jokes, you know what I mean? That you and your mate share down the club because you got off Big Fat Barry or whoever he is. Yeah, check this one out, Mark. I've got a job for you, haven't I? Uh, but it, it's a good one, no cheers, mate. Uh, Wilf, Wilf Smith, do you remember Pox? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. He was a rather aggressive fullback stuck centre back from the butter are you preach ah you mean like the little trading pogs yeah I do yeah I was a bit old for them mate um, if I'd have started trading in pogs I might have got arrested for trying to trying to fiddle with kids uh, but I do remember them well thank you and the final question ah oh, Tim Sawdust the Teesside joiner hey Ted with this virus thing going around if I'd done my mask and snorkel and in brackets he's put with the open end covered with a disinfected sock close brackets is it safe to say I'll be protected from infection and won't look like complete twat as I walk around the streets of butter uh, you will look like you might get the name scuba Tim um, or scuba sawdust uh, occasionally um, a disinfectant sock make sure it is disinfected don't use your wank sock because that will just remain like a crusty flag on the top of your snorkel um, I think it will protect you, yeah? Try it, mate. Try it and send us a picture to my page when you walk around the borough. I'll be lovely that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cracking, yeah, good questions there. Uh, thank you very much and, uh, yeah, cheers, cheers. brings us to the end of episode 36 of TED Talks to Ted Anky Podcast. Thank you very much for, for listening. Please share it about. If you know any sort of forums, you know, like any Middlesbrough fan forums or uh, comedy forums or anything like that or just entertainment stuff like that, please share it within them because I want to try and get some more listeners and downloads and ratings. Um, if you've not rated us before, please go on to uh, iTunes or Stitcher or something like that and leave us a five star review because it does make a difference matters I really appreciate it uh, big thank you to my sponsor Showcase Comedy uh, last stop to Edinburgh Comedy Festival or a fan TV and jokepit.com the comedy box office um, Got a, uh, there's a gig coming up this Thursday at the Georgian Theatre in Stockton listen for coronavirus nobody really cares about it anymore so come along to the Georgian Theatre in Stockton at 8 o'clock this Thursday the 12th of March right there's some cracking comedians on Kelly Taylor she's proper fit you know what I mean which is dead funny as well she's opening got a couple of middle comedians on and then there's an improvised comedy show there's a guy in it who looks a lot like me but it's not me but he's pretty good um, and it's a bit like whose line is it anyway it's really funny um, it's getting a lot of good reviews come and check it out man as you, I think you'll enjoy it you know what I mean um, but listen thank you very much right onwards and upwards for the butter we're going to get some more wins um, remember 
disinfect your hands and your penises and your, your flangey bits and stuff like that to avoid coronavirus spreading about. Stay safe. Uh, we've got the shed set up. If you do witness any symptoms, get in touch. And uh, as always, matters up the butter and believe.